Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. How do I get Percy's job? This is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. A lot has transpired over the last two hours here. We'll try to recap that. Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers pitcher, will join us coming up. His thoughts on the coronavirus. And I started to look back on the timeline yesterday around this time. Keep in mind, the NCAA was just sort of monitoring the situation. You had some tournaments where you had... Fans showing up, and some where you didn't. And then the NBA was monitoring the situation. And then, of course, all hell broke loose last night. But if you go back to 1 o'clock, 1.15 East Coast time yesterday, the Wall Street Journal said baseball was exploring alternate sites uh, for games. The Columbus Blue Jackets followed up and said they're closing their home games to fans. Then you had the Golden State Warriors closing home games to fans. The Ohio governor said that the NCAA tournament games in Dayton, Ohio, will be held without fans. U.S. State Department bans non-essential travel. Three o'clock, Ivy League cancels all spring sporting events. Uh, Penn State closes athletic events to fans. Washington closes athletic events to fans. 4.15, the NCAA advises against holding sporting events with fans. 4.30, the NCAA says the NCAA tournament will be played without fans. Meanwhile, you had games, you had conferences, tournament games, where there were fans in attendance. 5.24, Michigan cancels its spring football game. Then you have a football player for Juventus who tests positive for coronavirus. Big Ten closes its basketball tournament and all spring sports to fans. That was around 6.30. 640, Big 12 does the same. Almost 8 o'clock, ACC does that. Jazz Thunder game postponed at 840 Eastern. Ohio State cancels its spring football game just before 9 o'clock. Pac-12 closes its basketball tournament in Vegas to fans. The president at 904 announces Europe travel ban. And then Tom Hanks and his wife in Australia say they had tested positive for coronavirus. SEC closes down its tournament to games uh, to fans. Rudy Gobert at 9:27 last night reportedly test positive for the coronavirus. 9:31, four minutes later, the NBA season is suspended. 10:38 last night, Pelicans Kings game postponed. 10:44, the Big East closes Madison Square Garden to fans for its tournament. 
11.20, Oklahoma officials arrived to test jazz players for coronavirus. Now we found out that Donovan Mitchell has tested positive for the coronavirus, the great Utah jazz player. NASCAR race postponed at Homestead. We're not sure about the Masters, if they're going to allow fans. NCAA tournament supposed to begin in exactly one week from today. Opening day of Major League Baseball exactly two weeks from today. National Hockey League going to have an announcement this afternoon. Baseball meets Friday to discuss if they will delay the start of the season. It keeps moving. Keeps moving. MLS has just suspended its season immediately until further notice due to the coronavirus. That's according to Grant Wall at Sports Illustrated. That's, that's a 20-hour period that has changed the world of sports. I still think the NCAA tournament should be canceled. My opinion, I would rather err on the side of caution here. And I'm not alone. Jay Billis said the same thing. And Tom Izzo, the Michigan State head coach, joined us last hour at this time, and he had this to say. What if the Big Ten ask you your opinion? Well, it would have been a couple of days ago, if I was to be honest with you, where I, I would have said, hey, let's play the games. And and now I'm looking at it and saying, uh, you know, it, it sure is starting to lean towards maybe it'd be best if things were postponed or canceled. Mark Cuban, Mavs owner, had this to say after the NBA announced they were going to suspend the season. Nobody at the Dallas Mavericks is an expert on infectious diseases or their spread, and so this is not a situation where you fake it to your make it or try to sound or act important. Um, the NBA has hired people with expertise in those areas, and they're working with people from the government. We have to defer to them, and that's exactly what we'll do. And effectively, if one player, two players, whatever it is, already have it, you know, we'll have to act accordingly, and I think the NBA made the right decision. Those are smart words from Mark Cuban, but that's what I've come to expect from him. There's four basketball games that are going to be played in an hour from now. Big Ten, Big East, ACC. These are games that are going to be played. Probably not going to have fans at all. You shouldn't have fans because Rudy Gobert comes in contact with Donovan Mitchell. Now he's tested positive. Who else has Donovan Mitchell come in contact with or Rudy Gobert? The last game they played was in Toronto against the Raptors. Now the Raptors haven't played since which is just kind of a quirky schedule move. Um, So I don't know if those players are going to be tested. If I'm one of the Raptors, if I'm the Raptors, I want to be tested on this. But now that Rudy Gobert has tested positive, now Donovan Mitchell has, and the NBA did the right thing. You shut down the season. College basketball, are we going to get there? And even talking to Jay Billis, if you just play the numbers game, Somebody is bound to test positive. And then once one player tests positive, then what happens to the tournament? And that's why I think you run that risk. And you're going to run that risk playing these games. You're going to get ready for Selection Sunday. We have 125 college basketball games before Selection Sunday. Just what are the odds of nobody test positive for coronavirus? 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The NHL Board of Governors has scheduled their conference call at 1 o'clock Eastern today to decide what their future is going to be. Great golf writer Alan Chipnuck 
said he uh, got a text from an Augusta national member saying, I believe the tournament will be played. Discussions are ongoing. Limiting patrons seems likely. Might be none at all. Anything, you know, that far in advance is just speculative. Because who knows what's going to happen today, tomorrow, next week. And it could change all of this. You can say, for the time being, we're, prob- we're going to proceed without any patrons at the Masters. I understand that. Get, gives you a little bit of wiggle room here. But I think you can expect more postponements, cancellations. I think Major League Baseball, I don't think that they're going to start their season on time. Yeah, Seattle can't host any baseball games right now. Seattle is shut down. But you have time to get that together. There's a little bit of time. The NBA did not have any, any time. Now, they may have had time, but you know what was done about that leading up to what happened last night in Oklahoma City with Rudy Gobert and now his teammate Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, Paul. A, a couple of things. According to ESPN, Donovan Mitchell was the only Jazz player or personnel test positive for coronavirus. 58 people with the Jazz, all staffers, were tested on Wednesday. Only Donovan Mitchell tested positive. Rachel Nichols of ESPN has a story. The Toronto Raptors say their players have been all been tested and they're now being self-quarantined to their homes for the next two weeks. They're being asked to stay home and not go to the facility. I mean, we have a contingency plan here with our show because we weren't sure if one of us tests positive, one of us gets sick, and then what happens to the show. So we have a contingency plan as well. And Fox Sports said, look, if something happens and you guys can't show up or you have to be quarantined, then we'll find somebody else, you know, to fill in for you. But, you know, this this is as serious as it gets. And as much as we want to say, hey, it's just like the flu, it's not just like the flu. And we don't know. We, we don't have answers yet. And until we get those, I, I, I just think that some of these sports, these commissioners are playing God. And that's dangerous. That, just my opinion. All right? My opinion. All right, uh, phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. Thanks for all your support. For those who have the opportunity to watch the show, we encourage you to also listen to uh, our great radio affiliates around the country and our Fox Sports Radio lineup at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. Luke in Alabama joins us. Hey, Luke, what do you have for me? Hey, Dan, I, I appreciate everything you're doing and bringing the show along. Y'all are doing great work. Keep it up. I would just like to uh, piggyback on Coach Izzo. He mentioned that he would vote for you for president. I am alarmed that I agree with him, but I want to say, Patrick, perhaps 2024. No, 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 we don't. No, no. I I got enough people who dislike me. I don't want to add to that. You're you're removing your name from consideration? Yes, I am. I'd like to remove my name from consideration. You know, maybe I run for mayor of Milford, but... uh, Actually, I like the mayor in Milford. I hope he continues. I'd never want to run for office. Yeah, Paul. My daughter, true story, just the other day, asked me about the rules for running for president because she just learned about them. You have to be 35 years old, et cetera, et cetera. She, and she goes, I have a question about, she goes, if I became president someday, can I still wear sweatpants all the time? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know what to tell her. Well, I think you can. Well, there's certain events you might have to get dressed up for. Uh, so like in the West Wing and at the residence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can have presidential pajamas. Oh, with like flags on them? Yeah. Yes, McLovin. 
Full disclosure, I was a little upset when you got the video component going so well with the transition to YouTube. I was planning to go sweatpants every day. You can. Not now. Everybody's watching us. No, you guys. No, that, that's the beauty of what we're doing is you're supposed to be dressing for radio. And it's not like you're really dressed up, McLovin. It's not <laughs> like that's a big upgrade there. And that you've worn that hoodie for four days now, haven't you? He's got an old Dan Patrick Show hat from 2012. Yeah. Wes, I have corduroys that if you, if you want to put, there's a peanut butter stain running up and down my brown corduroys. That's peanut butter. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you're right. I'm not formal. And, and but sweatpants would have been nice. And look at Fritzy, what he wears. He hasn't worn anything new in about four years. I wear jerseys, Dan Patrick Show swag, and if I could wear sweats every day, that's fantastic. Thank you, Todd. You can wear sweats every day. I know. Day. I don't know why I haven't uh, jumped in on that. I've been still wearing mainly jeans. On occasion, I wore sweats, but I think I'm going to... By the way, we got some t-shirts. We just got the St. Paddy's Day t-shirts in. And uh, when is the last day that they can order those, Seton, and get those? For St. Patrick's Day? Yes. Yesterday. Oh. (laughs) Yesterday was the day that you had to have done that. Unless maybe your parade is canceled or postponed. We can push that down a little bit. If your parade was canceled or postponed, we will bring you some St. Paddy's Day glee, I think, next week. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll try to bring in the bagpipes again. We love those guys. Yes, Paul. Maybe we should develop Dan Patrick Show sweatpants and sweatshirts like a laying around for the weekend outfit or the entire mm. week and mm. make it available. Brilliant. Mm. We mm. would wear them. You could wear them at home. Mm. Uh, James in Iowa joins us. Hi, James. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan. Just wanted to let you know, first off, best show on the radio and actually on uh, YouTube now as well, but also the most responsible. So thank you for that. Thank you, James. I got to thinking, has anyone, um, has anyone heard, how do the players, how do the kids in these tournaments feel? Has anyone asked them if they even want to play, if they want to show up or anything like that? Well, I haven't heard yet. Well, Jay Billis, yeah, Jay Billis talked about that last hour, James. Thanks for the phone call. Jay said that he's spoken to, you know, some of the kids have expressed concern about playing. And, and I understand it. Like, we don't know what this is. You know, we don't, how much testing have we done? And there's that great unknown. I mean, if you look at all of the teams that are going to be playing, all the games that are going to be played, and then you're going to go to another city and you're going to play a couple of games. Then you're going to go to another city if you advance and play a, another couple of games. You just start doing the math there. And at some point, somebody will test positive. And then do you shut down that regional? Like what? Just think about what could happen here. And, and this isn't Armageddon. This isn't the end of the world. But you have to think what is the worst case scenario when it comes to these events. And is the worst case scenario somebody tests po- positive, And then what if they're advancing? Then what do you do? How do you play that game? Can you play that game? Mike in Virginia. Hey, Mike, what do you have for me today? DP, uh, five, seven, 200. So I got a philosophy on life. I wish everybody treated me like I was pitching a no hitter. And by that, I mean, stay at the other end of the bench. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then my other thought, if the NCAA decides to go through with the games, because a 20 year streak is coming to an end possibly. And that's brought the beers with the boys skipping work on Friday. <sighs> that can't happen. But in the event they decide to play the games, what if they just piped the sound of a game through the PA system? Because I'm sure when the players are playing, the crowd is blurry 
they can hear them, maybe sense them, but I don't think they really see them. Yeah, but it, it's going to be... Thanks, Mike. I don't want to go to Mike's beer and brats party with him coughing like that. But, you know, it, you can't pipe in crowd noise. I mean, you can if you're like the Colts or the Falcons wow. here. But, you know, this is... there. There's more, you know, it's territorial cheering when it comes to college basketball. Whereas you can pipe in crowd noise, you know, for the Colts game, and that's different than the rivalries. And, you know, when you have... College students there. It's a different type of noise there. I don't need to have anything artificial piped in here to you know enhance the experience. If it's March Madness, it still means something. Oh, look at all these people here. Wow. Who, all these people just showed up here. It feels like I'm not alone anymore. <laughs> it's like a cocktail party. Wow. Now I can watch this basketball game. I've got all of these people here. I got a little shrimp over there. Yeah. Instant atmosphere. Is this like Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's bar crowd. Noise. Oh, bar crowd. Yeah, boy. Couldn't you just take old footage of like Duke fans in the '80s cheering their team on and cut cut away to those? The people will have like mullets and jean shorts, but it'd be mm. good good TV. Yeah, I don't need any uh, artificial noise pumped in here. Just like that, we're at a baseball game. <laughs> well, you could do that on uh, radio. You could pipe in some fake noise. That might that might enhance the broadcast. I would rather not hear anything. Just to hear what that sounds like. Because you know what's weird? Now it's like it's turned every professional game into a youth game where it's only parents on the sideline because they're like a college basketball game. It's only parents allowed on the sideline and you're not allowed to speak (laughs) or else it's considered really rude. You can't cheer for your kid. You can't do whatever. You just have to sit there quietly and watch them play. I I remember going to a soccer match with one of my kids and and we were told you weren't allowed to yell. It was a non-yelling soccer match. And I went, what has happened? I'm not allowed to yell. There's no cheering. And I went, well, what am I doing here? Sad. Uh, Trevor in Tennessee. Hey, Trevor. Hey, Dan. 6'2", 235. Well, uh, we got a whole new meaning to the term March Madness, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. and it's rare that I get to watch you uh, or listen to you during this time because I'm usually working. But uh, in lieu of my 50th birthday coming up on Saturday, uh, I'm in my pajamas in my man cave. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, burning question on my mind is, are we going to postpone meat madness? No, we're not. No, no, we're not. No, we. that's full speed ahead. Absolutely. Meat madness is going to start next week. We got to get our brackets and get those songs ready. I got a couple more songs today. I was trying to find the appropriate time to play those songs, but we did one yesterday, and it was a song that uh, somebody covered a Kiss song. I thought that that one was really, really well done. But uh, we'll try to bring uh, some of these songs uh, to your attention. You'll be able to vote on them on the website. But yes, Meet Madness will continue the final four, and uh, you will win a Traeger Grill. If you win Meat Madness, we have our Celebrity Bracket Challenge. And we have a lot of luminaries who are going to take part in this. But we're opening up to our audience. You get to compete in the Celebrity Bracket Challenge. The winner will be a Danette for a day. That's pretty good. Yes, Paul. Until you find out what that means. Yeah. When you're getting breakfast. Yeah. I don't know if it's that exciting. (laughs) 
But uh, And you could choose if you want to sit in front row or back row. Hey, can you go grab that off the printer for me? Thanks. <laughs> hey, can you fix my computer, Fritzy? Oh. <laughs> uh. It's yeah, not as glamorous as it sounds. It's coffee right over there. Yeah. Just, no, just black is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't want to go in the bathroom right now. You can wait a little bit. They've all been destroyed. Yeah. Please, please wash my car. Uh, we'll take a break. Clayton Kershaw will join us. What's he been told about the upcoming baseball season? We'll get his thoughts on baseball. Do they postpone opening day? Uh, so we'll talk to the great Dodger pitcher coming up next. 20 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. At Elixinol, our mission is simple. Improve the quality of people's lives through the power of cannabinoids like CBD. Yes, it is a tall order, but we have the knowledge and experience to deliver. We embarked on this journey decades ago, and for the past five years, we've focused our efforts on the science, research, and development of world-class CBD products. Every day, more athletes are adopting CBD as part of their pre- and post-workout routines. That's why Elixinol, the number one most recommended brand of CBD, created their new sports gel a custom blend of USA-grown broad-spectrum CBD, arnica, capsaicin, and complementary essential oils that's the perfect post-workout refresher. With no detectable amount of THC, broad-spectrum CBD provides the benefits of the whole hemp plant without the risk of THC. All of these powerhouse ingredients are formulated in a unique gel format that absorbs quickly, leaving no greasy residue. Get back what the day takes out with CBD sports gel from Elixinol. Want to try sports gel for yourself? Head over to elixinol.com, that's E-L-I-X-I-N-O-L.com, and use the code PATRICK20 at checkout to receive 20% off sports gel today. Elixinol CBD. It's kind of amazing. Did we settle the uh, chat room and the name chat, you know, are they the the chat row? Is that what we're going with? Because Mario said that uh, there was still some civil unrest there on the name. I I like chat row, and hopefully that uh, everybody plays nice with that. Uh, let me see. Jared in uh, Connecticut joins us as we wait for Clayton Kershaw. Dan, how's it going? Great. Um, I, I just had a quick question about what your feelings were here in Connecticut about the CIAC being completely canceled and the high school kids not being able to finish out their seasons in all the winter sports because it's like crazy over here in the Valley right now with the CIAC. Yeah, I know. I understand it. And it's sad. Um, but you have a, a great high school team that uh, they've done features on, and I think they're recognized nationally. Seton, you've been following this. Well, yeah, I think Windsor, um, I think, is in first place all year. But there's this one school, Prince Tech, that has uh, they went 23-0. and They've been this like really incredible story this year. They have a kid named Kazel Stewart. That is just like he's like watching Vince Carter, but he's seventeen. It's just yeah. unbelievable. He could when he like he's just these crazy windmill dunks and, and a super talented team. Um, and they've been a great storyline so far this whole year in Connecticut high school basketball. And now it's just been cut short because of all this. It's, and now people are protesting, and I'm sure you've seen all that on the news. And and they're talking about you know private schools are being shut down, public schools not as much because. I think because parents working and, you know, what, what happens with the kids if uh, no parents are at home? Yes, McLovin. Yeah, and in New York City, a lot of kids depend on these free school lunches as a means to eat. So yeah. 
it's a you're right, but it's tough. How do you how do you do all this? I mean, there's victims. You know, there's collateral damage with all of this, and you want to see these kids get an opportunity to play. We all do, but you have to weigh out you know the severity of this and the the risk and the reward. Dakota and Missouri. Dakota, welcome to the program. Hey, DP. Hi, Dennis. How's it hey, going? Hey, bud. Hey, so I just had a question in regards to the NCAA tournament because it seems like every year there's always like a signature player. Like last year it was John Morant. And if we don't have the tournament, we don't get an opportunity to see that. And that could impact the draft overall. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's fair. It's it fair to assess the value to the NCAA tournament. I get that because it, it feels like every year, at least in the last decade or so, we have a couple of players that, you know, come to the surface of college basketball and get headlines. And you're like, where's this guy been all year long? I'm hopeful that we're able to play these games uh, for that, you know, for, for the kids who have been working towards this moment, but there's not going to be fans there. I just think all it takes is one player to test positive. That's it. And then they could shut this whole thing down. I think it's that tenuous, but I, I, I hope we get to, have basketball games from a selfish perspective, but if you said it was my decision, I would shut it all down. Uh, this is from Alan in Medford, Mass. Uh, hey guys, the mailroom live segment with Dan is great. Watching him decipher the packages is gold. Suck it all, Danettes, except for Penny. Penny is the uh, DP show dog. Uh, she actually got her first piece of mail today. Penny got some bones in the, in the mail. And uh, Penny is in the control room. That's the big German's dog, Penny. And uh, he's in there with Dylan, who makes spelling mistakes. Uh, he's our graphics guy. Clayton Kershaw is set to join us on the program. And uh, we'll get some more phone calls as well, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Yes, Paul. I got an idea for filler stuff if there's no NBA on it. Tonight. Okay. And you're, you're, you might be perfect at this. I can actually see you doing it. Okay. What if started, go back to 1980 and play the last game of the NBA Finals, one game a night, every night until you go from 80 till now. And you have someone like you or Marv Albert or someone old school host it that knows NBA. And let's say you at the 81, you have you and Kevin McHale walk through that game and show clips of it and play it in its entirety and do like a halftime report, almost like dinner in a movie with an NBA finals game. Then you go to 1985 and you're sitting there with whoever won. And then you go Scottie Pippen and you or Marv Albert. Then you go to the nineties. Imagine NBA and NBA TV and TNT did that. I know you got to scramble to get it together, but that would be unbelievable filler. I did something for NBA Entertainment years ago, and it was uh, greatest games in NBA history. Great stuff. And then I would have a guest on who played in that game. And that was fun because you're, you're getting they're, – they're looking back on that game and giving you the perspective or giving you something that maybe you didn't know at the time. And I, I remember having JoJo White on. You know, when the Phoenix Suns played the Boston Celtics at the Garden – and you had, what was that, the triple overtime game, the Gar Heard shot, and we had JoJo White on, and he was talking about that game, looking back on it. Uh, Bill Walton was with me uh, when the Celtics won in 1986. Walton uh, helped me out with that in looking back on that game. Yes, yes, McLovin. Bit of a shot there by Paulie at me, 1980 last game. That's when Magic wow. filled in for Kareem wow. and beat the Sixers. No. No Obviously hits. intentional. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's friendly fire. Friendly fire. I figured you'd want to see the Sixers go deep in the playoffs at some point. Maybe we could bring this game back. I, I remember covering the Sixers with Dr. J. And 
back then, you, I, I was in the training room, and Dr. J was there, and he had these bulky knee braces on. And I remember he put his hands on his thighs, and his fingers went all the way down, it felt like, to his shins. Like it, it was like if E.T. had all of his fingers and put his, his hands down, and that was Dr. J. And I was such a Dr. J fan. I just remember going, when I watched him in the ABA, I saw one game, I believe it was against the Kentucky Colonels, and I just remember going, I'm seeing something I haven't seen before with Dr. J, and it was spectacular. Clayton Kershaw joining us on the program, the Dodger left-hander. Where are you right now? Uh, I just got to the free training site. Sorry, I was, I'm a little late. I kind of forgot about you, Dan. My fault. Wow. Wow. Have oh. you ever been late for the, a start as far as getting to the ballpark? No. The, I've had some... Uh, Actually, opening day in L.A., when it's in the middle of the week, you know, you kind of uh, – traffic gets a little bad. So I have had uh, – I've had to skip some turns and cut some corners to make it on time and uh, been pulled over a couple times, actually, for doing that. Wait, you got pulled – did you get a ticket? Yeah, so when you go to the Dodger Stadium, there's like a, a little route that you can go that's just for the neighborhoods. And uh, I've had to use that a couple times, and there's always a policeman right there waiting <laughs> to get guys. And uh, – Thankfully, they've let me go every time, but I have had to stop and explain what's going on. So, Well, it's weird. You have your uniform on when you're driving, so of course, it probably helps you, right? Yeah, opening day, I always sleep in my uni, so it's good. <laughs> well, it's like Little League, you know? You loved it yeah. so much, you couldn't wait for it. Um, do you have a nightmare when it comes to pitching? Like, I, I have a nightmare that I'm always going to be late for SportsCenter, when I did SportsCenter, that I'm somehow going to get there and I'm not prepared. Do you have anything pitching-wise? Um, nightmare wise, you know, I, not really, um, no, I don't have a nightmare. Um, like you don't think about, I can't get anybody out. I always worry that I always worry about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a nightmare or just like a reality, you know, until you get out there, you never really know if you're going to be able to do it. So, um, you kind of always figure it out after that first pitch, but I think that's just like pregame, you know, nerves, you know, what have you been told about the season? Nothing. Uh, I haven't been told anything yet. You know, obviously, the I think California just did the, the no fan thing. So, honestly, I'm kind of waiting for today's meeting to figure out what we're doing. I think you can't have a gathering of more than 250 people. Yeah. So, whether that means, like, empty stadiums or we stay here or what, but I, I haven't heard anything yet, to be honest. But even where you're socializing with fans, have you been told about you know how much interaction you can have with fans during spring training or socializing with other players? Like it's it's sort of strange now with what happened with the Utah Jazz. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, I think um, you know they did the media thing, so no media access in the clubhouse, just trying to alleviate some of that. Um, and then yeah, I mean they do say like try to restrict autographs and try to like you know maybe not give your teammates high fives, but. That's just, I mean, that's that's really hard to do, you know. So um, just wash your hands more, I guess, is the only thing I'm really doing. Yeah, but you guys are disgusting, though. You're always, like, licking your fingers <laughs> and rolling the ball and spitting. And, I mean, come on. You are you guys are like a, a Petri dish. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree when you put it like that. But I will say <laughs> basketball, <laughs> basketball and hockey are a little bit different in that, like, they're literally sweating all over each other, you know, checking guys and posting up and things like that. So that seems more of like a hotbed than like a baseball game, in my opinion. But I don't, I'm no no doctor. Are you allowed to, like, how much sweat are you allowed to use on a baseball? 
how much sweat. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I don't could know. it There's help? No foreign substances, but I think that would just make it slicker, wouldn't it? I think that would make it worse. Yeah, but if you throw a spitball, like, not that you threw a spitball, but I, I, I'm just wondering if, like, what are you allowed yeah. to put on a baseball now? Where yeah. you, you don't, and, and are you okay if everybody uses pine tar to be able to grip the ball better? Yeah, you know, the the foreign substance thing, uh, has become a little bit of a hot-button topic. Um, yeah, and I think as long as you try to get a grip on the baseball, I'm not really worried about what guys are using. And I think if we can make it uniform and everybody use the same thing, and like, you know how you have the rosin bag out on the pitcher's mound? If you put X substance behind the pitcher's mound and was a, found a way to kind of regulate that, then I think that would be great, but the balls are the balls are really really slick coming out of the thing. So yeah, you can use sweat and rosin, and that kind of does the trick. Um, but if they had one more thing behind the mound to help us, that would be great. Just like just like hitters do with their bats. I mean, they're putting all sorts of stuff on their bat. We're talking to Clay, Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers pitcher. Uh, how did you greet Mookie Betts when you first uh, met him? <sighs> how did I greet him? Um, I was excited. I, I, he probably didn't match my level of excitement, but I was, I was really, I was really fired up. He wasn't uh, as excited to meet you. Yeah, no, I think, I think I probably caught him off guard. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's been great, man. He's, uh, going to be awesome for us. And, um, I honestly didn't know much about him. You know, we don't play him a ton and, um, he's just, he's just an awesome guy. You know, you talk about like great presence in the clubhouse and all that stuff. He's been awesome. The same with DP. You know, David's been awesome too, and um, I've always loved watching him pitch. So it's going to be it's going to be awesome to have both those guys. We haven't spoken since the Astros scandal. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, but I wonder about this though, Clayton. And you know, in all sincerity, you know, we look at your legacy, and everybody talks about a great regular season pitcher, but. And you go back to that game against the Astros, and they weren't swinging and missing. And it's it's impossible to face you when you're throwing your curveball or you're throwing that changeup, and nobody's missing any pitches there. Did you feel it in the moment that something was up? No, you know, I don't really um, – you know, in the moment, obviously, you're just it just sucks. You know, you get beat and – um, you know, you have to go back and do all those things and, you know, you get back on a plane and go back and think about it. And yeah, it's no fun. And, um, you know, I think obviously it's, it's no secret that we were all affected by it. And, um, you know, as far as would we want a world series or whatever, you know, I just don't let myself think about it. You know what happened? It's over. You know, I was upset about it and moved on. And, um, just try to do the best you can with that. And, you know, I could get all hot and bothered by it, but it's not going to change anything. And, uh, you know, as far as legacy and all that stuff, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. You know, I, I just, I'm just not. And whatever it is at the end of my career will be good. And, um, said, I, you know, as long as the teammates, I always think that as long as my teammates respect what I'm doing and they want me out there, then, you know, I, I think I, I think that's a good career. So that's, that's what I try to focus on. Well, I mean, it's admirable to do that. Um, you just don't buy it. Well, I I hope that's how you feel. I I just, I, you know, when you're watching it, I now you think back on it. I mean, they were teeing off on you, and I just I find it amazing. And they were teeing off on others, and you just go, okay, man, they're hitting the ball solid, and nobody's missing any of your pitches, and that's where you know you start to go god that's that's strange and I, I i like i would be angry i'd feel like i was cheated but at some point i understand i have to move on 
And, you know, I commend you if you're able to move on. I, I don't know if I can move on this quickly. Yeah, well, it's been a little while now, and, uh, yeah, I'm good with it. And I, I think I've, I've talked so much about it now that it's like I, I don't even have anything to say anymore. It's, it's all good, and, I mean, hopefully we have a season this year, and when we play, <laughs> you know, kind of move on with that. Would you rather talk about the coronavirus than uh, the Astros cheating scandal? Is there are those the only options? You have to talk about? <laughs> what do you want to talk? What question do you have for me? Um, who was your last interview? Who did you have on before me? Uh, let me see. I had Jay Billis on from ESPN. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about what are they doing March Madness wise? Are they going to still do that? You think, or just do empty crowds? They are probably going to play in front of empty arenas. Man, that will be weird. And I, that'd be weird for baseball, too. I can't imagine doing that. I know the Orioles and the White Sox did that when they had the riots in Baltimore, but I can't imagine doing that. That would be so crazy. But have you ever pitched in front of a really, really sparse crowd? Oh, yeah, all the time. What but is, at least there's like there's still an atmosphere of a major league game. Like, like even when you play a midweek day game in like a city that doesn't draw, like there's still at least like 10,000 people there, you know, like – Zero people, that would just be, that would be so difficult. Well, then you can hear everything. There were times when I would tune into a game and I'd go, I can hear the guy down the third baseline who's ordering something. Uh, You know, that, but I liked it. It it brought me closer to the game. I think we're going to hear a lot of things on the basketball court that we've never heard before. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. Um, I just, as a player, like player's perspective, like the adrenaline and the, the rush that you get from having a crowd and like hearing the roar and things like that, like that's that's something that you just learn how to pitch with and it elevates a lot of people's game. And so I think to try to create that atmosphere and that adrenaline for a game with no fans is going to be very difficult for a lot of guys. And when the Astros use the garbage can, it's going to be louder this time around, obviously, right? (laughs) I think they might get caught this time for sure. Hey, uh, great to talk to you. Good luck in the upcoming season. You're in our bracket challenge, aren't you? Yes. Do I still get to do that? Yeah. Uh, Well, we we have to have a tournament, but yeah, if, if there's a tournament, then yeah, you're in the bracket challenge. All right, I'm in. I got it. All right. Thank you, Clayton. All right, thanks, guys. That's Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers pitcher. He's past it. He's over it. He's a better man than me. Because I would hold a grudge. I, I think I hold a grudge around 10 years. Like, I think I'm, I hold him. That, that's about the amount of time I like hold Like the cicadas? Him. Every seven years yeah, you let him go? Yeah, maybe a little bit longer than that. <laughs> around 10 years. Around 10 years. All right, last call for phone calls. And... uh do we have a basketball game that was delayed? Uh, yeah, I saw there was a conference tournament game where they pulled guys off the court because uh, to take temperatures. They wanted to be where, what? What? It took, was, um, sorry, it was Ohio uh, University. So it was Akron and Ohio University. Yeah. So the Mid American Conference delayed by an hour, and uh, this, according to a source, the players and staff are being temperature tested. Here we go. Got another one, Paulie? Dan Wolken of USA Today just posted, breaking the AAC tournament is going to be canceled per a source. First down to fall to AAC. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com 
get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Now we had Tom Izzo on, Michigan State's head coach, last hour, hour and a half ago. And I asked Coach what he thought about playing the basketball tournament. Here's Tom Izzo of Michigan State. What if the Big Ten asked you your opinion? Well, it would have been a couple of days ago, if I was to be honest with you, where I, I would have said, hey, let's play the games. And and now I'm looking at it and saying, uh, you know, it, it sure is starting to lean towards maybe it'd be best if things were postponed or canceled. Uh, the Big Ten Conference just announced that it was canceling the remainder of the Big Ten men's basketball tournament effective immediately. The SEC has canceled its tournament. The AAC has canceled its tournament. This is in the past four minutes that all of this has uh, transpired. Uh, Tip-off was going to be 10 minutes from now. Those conference, the conference games, the conference uh, in general, those, they have canceled everything. Big East is not canceled yet, and I think they have a noon Eastern game as well. Uh, this is from Chris Mannix, our uh, good buddy. The Celtics are headed back to Boston. The message being told to the players is to self-isolate for a few days, league sources told Sports Illustrated. Boston played Utah twice in the last couple of weeks with Rudy Gobert testing positive and now Donovan Mitchell testing positive. Uh, precautionary measures are in order for the Boston Celtics. Bill in Washington. Hey, Bill, what do you have for me today? Hey, um, so I'm an ER doctor in Washington State. I, of course, used a you know fake name because I want to be anonymous. But I think um, one of the misconceptions is that it's not necessarily the the virus that we're worried about. It's that if so many people get it, we won't have the resources. Meaning that they need oxygen, they need steroids, and like in the town I'm in we could maybe handle 20 cases. So if we had 50, the people that don't have the oxygen, the people that don't have the steroids, that's where we're worried about it. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. Jay Billis had uh, talked to me about that, that just the, the strain on our healthcare system, if you have you know the number of people who would test positive. So uh, we appreciate that. Mike in Los Angeles. Hey, Mike, what do you have for me? Hey, guys, 5'11 and a squishy 220. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, amid all the uh, cancellations of MLB and NBA and everything else, more importantly, what's going to happen to the upcoming season of the uh, AUAA season? Uh, that That's going to continue. Uh, what we're going to do starting tonight, if you're missing uh, basketball, we're going to replay some AUAA action. The American Unathletic Association of America. Great moments in <laughs> AUAA the inaugural season. But we're going to post that on Twitter tonight. If you're looking for basketball, we're here to help. And those games were uh, played in front of uh, an arena with no fans. 
Uh, we took precautionary measures. We could have packed the building. We wanted to protect the fans from bad basketball. <laughs> so we basically said no fans need to watch this. Let's go around the room on what we learned on this award-winning program. By the way, I'm proud of the way we handled today. You guys all did a great job. The audience was great as well. You know, these are trying times. This is different. The, you know, you're, you're trying to do the best you can in real time with what's going on with all the information here. Fritzy, what did you learn today? Tom Izzo told us he's starting to lean toward postponing or canceling the NCAA tournament altogether. McLovin. Tom Izzo was talking about playing with Steve Mariucci at Northern Michigan, D2, back in the day. McLovin. Or uh, Seton. The uh, Meet Friday song bracket challenge still on. Yes, it is. We will continue that. That starts next week, by the way. We are not canceling yeah. that. And the Celebrity Bracket Challenge, we hope that we're still going to hold that because Todd did such a great job, and he wants to remind me of that all the time. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job. Paulie, what'd you learn? It's six minutes to the tip-off of the Big East Tournament, and it's still on as of now. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom, where life meets legal. If you have a small business, use LegalZoom right now to make sure you're set up for success. Go to LegalZoom.com today to take care of your business needs. Enter the promo code PATRICK in the box at checkout. LegalZoom, LegalZoom.com. Talk to you tomorrow, hopefully. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary and simply search for our shows to start listening.